Okay, so um, every Thursday this time, uh, we look into small businesses and we feature different small business owners. And today we are in conversation with Bontle Tsule, who is the owner of Bar Health. Is it Bar Health, Bontle? Am I saying it correctly? Good morning. Hi, Kathy. Morning. Yes, you're absolutely right. It's Bar Health. Okay, so Bar Health. And tell me a little bit about yourself as an entrepreneur, as a young entrepreneur especially, and starting your own business in the health sector. So I started this business in 2017, uh, just after having graduated from my undergraduate degree at the University of Johannesburg. And I, it was coming for a long time. So I registered the company in 2014 and I've been playing around with ideas, you know, what am I going to do? How am I going to do it? What is me? What, what am I passionate about? And um, during my studies, I was working in retail and I, there was very few healthy options that I had access to in retail. And the reason why I was looking for healthy options is because I grew up in a home where my parents would feed us healthy food at every single opportunity they had. So I was inclined to wanting healthy food and I didn't see or find anything that was delicious but also healthy in the in the retail um, sector uh, that was fast as well. And so I started carrying my own lunches to work. But, you know, sometimes you don't want to carry lunch or you forget it at home or you're too lazy to make it. And... Um, some of my colleagues started asking me to also make some for them. Mm-hmm. And so it grew from there. It grew from there. We did our first market in a pop-up market in 2017. And we haven't looked back since. That is amazing. So when your colleagues started to ask you to please include me in your lunch, in your scuff team plans for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what, why were they saying that? What reasons were they giving you? You know, Kathy, I think, you know, generally people want to eat healthy. People mm. are conscious of the effects of eating unhealthy. But we don't have access to healthy food or we don't know how to make it delicious. So I think everyone's just over the concept of just having a salad and that's it. We want to eat food that's delicious, that's healthy, that is filling. And so they saw that in what I was carrying and they also wanted to experience that on for themselves. And you basically talk about how you know, your home was the foundation for your relationship with healthy food. It's one thing making food for yourself and maybe a couple of colleagues at work. It's a whole entire thing trying to take that and translate it into a business that other people can buy into and have products that other people can be satisfied with as well. You're absolutely right. And it's been a lot of trial and error. So um, when we started at pop-up markets, um, we had a whole list of fruits and vegetables there that I thought people would absolutely love. And we realized that actually some people, or most people don't like this or that, or we should include something else that wasn't there. And so it's been a process of refining since then and listening to our customers to say, this is what people prefer um, and this is what they don't. But funny enough as well, different areas, prefer different things. So different mm. demographics prefer different kinds of food. So it's also about understanding who you're speaking to and offering them what they want. Bonke Tsole is the owner of Bar Health. We'll take a deeper look in terms of her journey of entrepreneurship after this. SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. Leading the conversation.
We continue the conversation on the talking point today. Wuntle Tsole is the owner of Ba Health and we're talking about her journey as an entrepreneur. She started her own business in the health sector and, you know, has been growing from there. Wuntle, did you have any desire to become an entrepreneur b- before you actually started this business? Definitely. So, you know, I was very blessed to have grown up in a home where my mom was, um, she had her own business. And so I learned a lot of my my own business acumen from her. Um, I'd see her doing things. I'd see her filling documents out or going to clients or one thing or another related to business. And I think subconsciously that planted a seed in my own mind to say, actually, this is what I want to do. I remember the first time that I actually said that to myself that I actually want to follow this path of entrepreneurship or business um, I was nine and I remember wanting to open up a confectionery store and I, I didn't know how or when or what but I knew that I was going to be in business one day and I think I worked towards that subconsciously of course, you know, again, when you're starting a business, you've, you've spoken about the different ways of needing to fine-tune your idea. Even being able to do that requires you going back and, you know, having some kind of skill, some kind of capacity to plan around that to if you are, let's say, having a market in Soweto to understand what it is that will appeal to Sowetans versus what will appeal to those in Ferenachang versus what will appeal to those in Pretoria and Centurion. You're absolutely right. And it, it, sometimes, you know what, you can learn it the hard way by trial and error, mm. but sometimes you have opportunities available to you to learn these things because not everyone is born with an entrepreneurial spirit or not everyone will know how to do this. But opportunities like the race uh, engine pitch and polish competition that i was recently a part of where they teach you basic skills of entrepreneurship you know how to do these things how to plan ahead um how to pitch your business to prospective buyers or prospective clients those little things can be learned and i think we've got opportunity right now there's a lot of access to information that we have on our cell phones we just go and we type in whatever we're looking for and information pops up so we have opportunity to learn these things prior to let's say going to a market or starting your business or whatever it is what has been the biggest challenge for you so definitely working around market access um learning how to articulate our offering to our clients so sometimes we have an idea in our heads that this is what i want and this is what i want to do but when you put it out there in the market the client doesn't understand what you're doing so refining that and explaining it to the market in a way that is understood by them Mm. and and then getting that market access that we desire. And what would you say have been the biggest lessons that you have learned as a young entrepreneur? Oh, Kathy, I've learned so many lessons, but definitely, you know what, I would say just do your homework, plan whatever you want to do, do research on it, don't spend the rest of your life planning. So give yourself a certain time period to say, I'm going to use X amount of time to do mm-hmm. my planning, to do my research, to understand who I'm speaking to, what I'm doing, and what I expect of this. So your goals, your visions, um, and articulate that well and execute. So planning is very key. And for the people who want to try it out, you know, uh, your story actually 
reminds me of one that we did of I forget the name now but um, you know we had these two entrepreneurs in from Cape Town I think it was Kylie Cha and they started their business basically from making muffins every day and going out into the street and selling them and today they have uh, you know a, a company that you know they even cater for corporate events uh, they've got a, a restaurant going there so they've really been able to grow their business into something that's fully fledged but they started it from the with the money they were making from the muffins they were selling every single day and often you hear people talk about the need for capital and the fact that they don't have capital stopping them from pursuing whatever dream it is that they may have how did you do it in your case you know um with myself i was working during my my tertiary years um, and I managed to save up a little bit of money. And the plan was to continue working for another year, just before I kick started this business. But I wasn't able to. And I had about seven, eight thousand rand in savings. And I mm-hmm. bought a blender with that. And I bought um, some stock with that. And I used that to start. But not everyone has that opportunity. But life is not about waiting for the perfect moment to start, mm-hmm. or having capital ready waiting for you to start. It's about using what you have as leverage. It may not be a lot, but you do have something. You do have a resource that you could tap into to make it work for you. And capital is needed. To be quite honest, we are struggling with capital as entrepreneurs, you know, um, especially with growth. It's not needed to start, but growing. Um, that's where the need becomes very evident. And there's a lot of opportunities um, that we are offered for capital. Some of them take a long time. So by the time they manifest, you may not need what you needed then. Um, Some of them are not aligned to the the market that we have or the population that we have right now. So there is a gap that we need to bridge there um, between the capital and the entrepreneurship the entrepreneurs that we have. Mm-hmm. And I also see that part of what you do is that you have, uh, you know, people love juicing these days uh, as part of their diet. So they'll go on seven-day juice cleanses or whatever the case might be. I see that that's also a space that you're tapping into. <laughs> yes, definitely. So we've got juices, we've got smoothies, we've got energy balls, which is like a healthy alternative to chocolate. Um, we've got wraps and sandwiches. So we want to make it a lifestyle brand where you can l- live um, a healthy lifestyle with us. So you walk into our shop and get whatever you need for whatever uh, diet you're following at the moment. And by diet, I don't mean weight loss diet, but just your eating habits, whatever mm-hmm. eating plan you are following um, at that moment. And I think it's very important that we clarify health is not for weight loss only. But it's just for the quality of your life as a person, as an individual. You want to live a life of quality. What do you think it's going to take? Uh, I mean, is part of your dream to be available, uh, you know, at major retail stores? Or do you want to uh, keep it small and compact and perhaps just open different shops in different parts of the country? So a bit of both. So we really want to be accessible to the mass market. Um, we see... One of the biggest um, causes of um, lifestyle-related diseases is what we eat, what we put into our bodies. And a lot of people are suffering from lifestyle-related diseases. So we really want to be in the mass market where people can access our products easily, quickly, um, with very little effort. So whilst you're doing your grocery shopping, you should be able to grab something or on your way to 
um, a meeting, on, you should be able to find us in our restaurant there. So the plan is to grow um, both have individual stores but also be in retail stores around South Africa. Right. And it's important to change a narrative of healthy eating in order to be able to um, access this market. Bunle Tole, we wish you all of the best on your journey. She is the owner of Bar Health and yeah, you can also go onto their website. That's B A A A health um, and on the website you'll see there's an exclamation behind the bar so bar exclamation health and yeah they've got a quite an array of products and always great to hear the stories of uh, entrepreneurs young people in South Africa the different things that they are doing to keep this economy moving forward to keep this society moving forward so uh, really all of the best to you Bunke. it's 10 30 and Musa standing by with your headlines